Yes, it says we're live. Welcome, everyone. It's time for the Smoke Out with Shelly and SJ. Officially episode 71 of the show. Of course, you can find us. ShellySJSmokeOut.com is the interactive video show where you can be a part of the show. Well, myself and Shelly are here where we are right now. I send all the subscribers links to come join us. They can smoke with us, participate. You can be on in the private chat. You can be on audio. You can be on a video as well. Whatever you choose, you can smoke with us, not smoke with us. You can drink. As I said before, if you want to smoke crack, that's not my thing. But if that's what you're going to do, I would be kind of interested to see someone smoke crack. So I'm not going to say, hey, hey, you don't smoke crack. Teach their own. Because it is the smoke out. So technically, if you're smoking something, I guess you're you're clear of the, uh, the international rules or whatever. Anyway, to do that and be part of it, the show, go to Patreon. Patreon.com slash smokeout.com. You get... Uh, get the link for all the live shows we do. Also, you get every episode on video, every full episode on video. I'll tell you why that's important here in a second. And you can get on the Discord with us, interact with us there as well. It's all very awesome. There's the Patreon, ShellySJSmokeOut.com, of course. It scrolls along the bottom. It's up in the corner over there above Shelly. It's everywhere. You can find us. <laughs> now, the reason the full episodes are important because right now we're live on my X and on the show X and you can see the first hour live for free. If you're watching right now, it also stays up for about 24 hours. So you can go back and watch it uh, later in the night if you want to, but the only way we're going to be able to get every free episode, every episode on video, full episode rather is to subscribe on the Patreon. So go and do that shit right now. Wait, not right now you're watching this right now, but remember to do it later. I know you're all The hell's happening now? Both of us going off for a second. I think that's my internet. I don't know. We'll see. I expect no issues as well. So we'll see how that goes. As uh, well, they seem to abound for everything I do. <laughs> In any case, just uh, keep along the bottom. Uh, we are going to be talking with uh, Bree Topia from uh, the uh, X, the Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Content creator does a lot of stuff. We'll talk to her about all of that, of course. Uh, if you want to know any information, if you want to know more about me or Shelly, of course, ShellySJSmokeOut.com, links to our website. You can find us there as well. Also, the, the free audio podcast, every episode, there are all the free podcast platforms, which are pretty much all of them, except for Apple, because Apple sucks and won't send me the code I need to get our show on there. So, screw them. You can find us everywhere else, Spotify, uh, iHeart, all those great places. You can find us, Podchaser, TuneIn, you know, a lot, a lot of great different places. Free audio podcast for the video, of course, for the CSNR glory, whether it's Shelly's outfit or what she's got going on with her cleavage or it's whatever cool hat I picked, which today it's stoned Rick. <laughs> so, a lot. There's only like 30 seconds to decide this. So it was a big, it was a big day for me. Anyway, I'm going to take a hit. Uh, Shelly, what's been going on in uh, your neck of the woods lately? First of all, I love how your reply to when I was like, I'm getting ready and all stoner Jesus has to do is throw on the hat. You're like, yeah, but I got like seven. I could kick your butt. <laughs> right. I was like, yes, this is the one for today. That's what I'm going to go with. Well, everything's been. I was also kind of trying to spruce my cleavage up a little bit, but it's not really working. Squeeze it. Squeeze Just it. Just smushes the Kentucky together. Look at that. Look at that. I can feel the money rolling in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead, Shelly. 
so this week has been kind of crazy as per usual. My life's just been effing crazy. Um, but the cool thing is, is among the craziness, I landed myself at Disneyland USA. And that was really cool. Um, so it's good to go to Disneyland. You know, there was Thanksgiving. And so I, I hosted Thanksgiving here with Metal Jesus' family. They came into town. Uh, my mom and her husband came. Of course, Danielle was here. So, um, yeah, dude, it was a lot. But um, I'm here. I feel a lot less stressed out and stuff than I have been for because the last few months has just been really, really rough on me. So I feel nice. like finally now that things are starting to ease up in my personal life. Oh my God, it feels better to not feel like I'm just about to have a nervous breakdown any freaking second. I just can't. Oh yeah. Um my Thanksgiving was uneventful. I ate a lot of food. That's about the extent of my Thanksgivings every year. And I post a lot of you know Thanksgiving memes. On X, that's my tradition. I have a busy life. I have a lot of stuff going on. <laughs> um, Bree is backstage. Uh, we will get to her in a second. I did, of course, want to bring up our regular segment, which I guess we're going with the PG-13 version, Passion on the Pool Table. Uh, my first attempt was pounding on the pool table. <laughs> or pounded on the pool table. There's also a third P word, as I mentioned last time we were on the show, that I could use for the alliteration of this segment, but I'm not going to. We're going to go with passion on the pool table. For not those of you not up to speed, Shelly has a pool table. And when Shelly told me she has a pool table, I said, hey, you know what you could do in that pool table? Besides playing pool, you could bang. So we've been getting updates, uh, uneventful updates uh, so far, of Shelly's. <laughs> There's been a whole lot of banging going on. There's been a lot of passion on the pool table. Shelly, is there a, has there been any movement in that area? No. <laughs> but Should you know like what a, I'm going to do? Well, because here's wah, the thing. Wah. It's not because there's lack of passion. Mm. It's just my life. Like, it's been gnarly. It's like, it's so crazy. So, and then here's the other thing. Here's a little um, lesson for you fellows out there that may not know about this, but a form of birth control can be when you calculate when you're ovulating. So you have your period, fellas, the gals. We have our period and we have our ovulation week. Pretty much. That's why you're like, oh, God, like this gal seems like she's been on her period for weeks. Well, sometimes it it transfers over it's the same kind of because it's all hormones right so since i took myself off of birth control because it was just making me sick i've been relying on unfortunately condoms because i've been you know with metal jesus for almost eight years so it sucks to have to use condoms and then doing the calculating my ovulation so that's been the biggest cock blocker because the last thing i want to do is get pregnant. So I'm real serious when my little app shows me my window, like I stick to it. So that's why there hasn't been passion. And I keep telling Metal Jesus, look, you need to go get the vasectomy. Like, go. 
go and he's not against it he's just hasn't done it yet he's lagging and that would just change everything and there'd be more damn passion on the pool table if he would just go get a vasectomy here's my suggestion in that area set up your camera take a very uh graphic picture on the pool table and then send it to him with like a link to the vasectomy place or whatever say this is what is awaiting you you get the little snip snip i think you it'll know work. i that's a really good idea i think i should do that because like i said he's just putting it off and by putting it off he's messing up our sex life and i'm not okay with it that's right dude like i said this is very a very good picture of your passion if you will on the pool table, send it to him. He'd be like, you know what? I'm going to make the appointment today. I'm getting some of that passion on the pool table. You know, and everyone's a winner when there's passion on the pool table. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, everyone's a winner. There's no losers in the situation. Even if we got some spew, spewage, if you will, onto the pool table. So, worth it. So, it doesn't right. matter. And just get you the damn vasectomy. I bring it up all the time. You can tell that story every time you play pool with someone. They see the stain and they're like, hey, what's that stain from? They're like, well, let me tell you about that. It was crazy. Like, do you really want to know? <laughs> <laughs> it is what you think. Yeah, everybody's a winner. You're a winner. He's a winner. Everyone who watches the show gets to be a winner because they all get to think about it. It's win-win situation. Good for win -win. everybody. Win-win. I know. It's just, uh, just need a vasectomy. Now, now we have, there's guys out there rooting for him to get a vasectomy. And here's the thing. I like your marketing behind it. And I think that he'd be very receptive towards that. And like, like a true um, self-marketer that I am, maybe what I'll do is like, I'll let like a week go by and then take another photo. So like every time I shoot for like my site or content, I'll take that one explicit photo for him. And so it's like, you know how ads get you after a while. And then after a while, you're like, let me just see. Let me click. I got to clickbait him. That's right. He'll just find himself thinking about it all the time. And he'll be like, you know what? Just got to do it. Just got to do it. See, so this is uh, the world that awaits you once you're snipped. <laughs> Regular passion on the pool table. There you go. Yeah. And I don't even have to be in the mood. Like, you want to go? Just spit on it and go. Let's go. <laughs> There you go. Just spit on it and go. Just spit on it and go, and then I'll get it. Never... That's right. I don't. I don't know who will want to give a sec to me after that. <laughs> he should be on the phone right now. <laughs> I need an appointment. Should... Need... The Tomorrow. ad should be the, the picture of me, and they'll add a graphic, and they'll be like, "Don't you just want to spit on it and go?" <laughs> right. You just. <laughs> The sponsorship deal with like the vasectomy clinic. <laughs> You'd be on bus benches. It'd be Shelly's face, and he'd be like, "Don't you just want to spit on it and go?" Call one eight hundred. That face right there <laughs> with that face. <laughs> oh, see there you go. And that's passion on the pool table. Now I think it's going to lead to surgery. So we're getting shit done. Maybe not passion on the pool table, but stuff's getting done. 
Oh yeah, I I love where this is going. It's it, it'll be good. So hopefully next month I'll have a nice little update for you and all of our fine listeners. Hell yeah! There'll be people furiously at home trying to hack Shelly's cell phone to see if uh. They... <laughs> Don't say that. They will. Where's you can't throw that out there. Picture. Oh, uh, people, guys are already thinking. I'm sure. I'm sure at least one guy who's watching is like, you know what? I like to see those pictures. You know, think about ways to do, do? so. <sighs> Don't send that shit to the cloud. Why <laughs> not? No, there's got to be a way around <laughs> it. Maybe what I'll do is I'll take a photo with my good camera, print it out, print the ad out. So then, literally, it's saved. Old school. Yeah, I was gonna say if you had like an old school Polaroid camera. Like the ones you like have to shake and then just leave, like leave pictures, like, you know, and then put in this lunchbox <laughs> or whatever when it goes to work. I know. Oh, I, I, I'm on it. Oh, that's fun. We have fun. Nice. Anyway, um, those of you wondering, we are going to talk about the hottest wrestler thing. I'm going to push that. We're going to start that before the bonus, uh, before the free stuff ends. But most of it's going to be in the bonus content because, uh, you know what? That's good shit. We're gonna do a lot of good shit with that. But first, backstage, we have Britopia from X, CGQ official. Hold on, I have her little uh, her little scroll. Bam, just like that. And we're gonna bring her to the stage like this, and then hope it works. The mic is good, and hopefully she is there. Bri, you there? There she is. Hi. Yay! Hello. <laughs> Welcome to the Hi. show. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was so amazing like to see Shelly want to have me on here. I, I just love Shelly. I love you so much. <laughs> I love and you. I love you. That's why I had to have you. It was like a no-brainer. And when I hit you up, I was like, we got to do this. Like, yeah. this needs to happen. <laughs> I thought that immediately. So I'm really happy to be here. And I like enjoy just like you guys' opening and hanging out and listening to it. I was like, oh, why haven't I been here here before? <laughs> you know, I follow a lot of your other content, but I haven't been here, here. And I'm like, what is wrong with me? I've been missing out. Anybody else <laughs> tuning in? Y'all been missing out too. That's what we do. We're over yeah. here just uh, right. withering away. Um, our careers are going down the toilet, but we show up every week. That's just what we do. I feel that so much because I went from content creating six days a week to being a bartender and trying to also make content. It's very difficult. <laughs> Very, very difficult. Here's what I thought was so cool is when I brought up to Stoner Jesus about having you on our show, he's like, oh, yeah, I've been following her. So it's so fun that like the alignment. Yeah, full circle. <laughs> totally, totally. Thanks, X. <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I, I'm going to still give props to Twitter, though. Let's, right? let's be real. <laughs> X hasn't been around long enough. You got to prove yourself, X. Okay. You really do. And they're not proving anything right now. <laughs> not at all. Uh oh. Did you free Stoner Jesus? Uh oh. Uh, I'm here. Maybe I'm not. Oh, there we go. Am I back? There we go. It Am I here? <laughs> oh, no. I'm here. Am I gone again? Is it just my end that is bad? Oh, it's my end too. I hear it. Okay. It's like cracking up really bad. I can hear you all. Here and there. 
I was just like, I can hear you all and see you all. Okay, now I can hear you and see you. You froze for a minute there. I can hear you all and see you all the whole time. I just, I don't know what's <laughs> happening. Something bad, I'm sure. Don't say that. Okay, now it's good. <laughs> now it's good. So first of all, let's get into your little background here. You are somebody. There's. It was you, and when I would do shoots here in L.A., I would see these cute sets and how people would do them up. So that, along with you, is why I have my bat cave. It's so done up and cute because it was kind of already getting in my head when I was doing these shoots because here in LA, there's this um, site. Uh, it's all, um, I think it's available everywhere. It's called Peer Space. And that's where you can look at places where if you want to rent it out, whatever. And so I was like, how do I save money? And I saw how these cute sets were done and they were making it's like on camera and in person it looks good but if you really pay attention you could see oh you can do it yourself so it was in my head and then when i started to see you streaming all the time and your little like your whole thing i was like oh, yes and i that's the push that i needed to have all my little sets in here Oh my God. I fucking love that. Cause that, that's literally like when I started this is because I had Pinterest boards and boards and boards of she sheds and like the, the really like enchanted ethereal bedrooms, but me and my wife do not have the same style. So I was like, you know what? We got a house and I was like, I'm having a she shed and all that style that I wanted to put in our bedroom to have like a little ethereal, like, you know, enchanted forest room. I'm going to just make an enchanted forest in the shed. And just went with that. <laughs> but all I wanted was to inspire others to also create their own little oasis space. Like that you don't have to go to LA and go to those walkthrough rooms and rent the, the spaces. Like you could just DIY the shit. <laughs> Absolutely. And I don't know. For me, I feel like once everything, it's still not done yet. But the vibe is now, it's like I find myself just like, even when I'm not creating, it just makes me feel good. Like my treadmill's over there. So like I see my pretty flower wall and every time I do my cardio, I put my lights on and everything because I'm just like, I just want to feel that vibe or whatever. So once again, thank you for giving me the push that I needed to just freaking do it because it was a lot of work, but totally worth it. Oh my God. Thank you for sharing that with me because... I, that's that's all I ever wanted for people was to do what sparks joy and make a little you know spot where you could like let your inner goddess out because everybody's got that in them that like creativity that that person that like brings out the best in them and having a little space to like help bring that bitch out in everyone it's just I love it. <laughs> it's necessary absolutely so how did you get into cannabis content creating um. Well, I, when I moved to legal states and stuff, I, you know, I really got deep into cannabis and um, I, I broke my hands when I was younger. So it really helps relieve the pain from my hands. Like I have no feeling really in the tips of my fingers. Sometimes it's hard to like get my hands moving, but I love to make art. I've always loved to make art. So I was like, you know what? I want to show people that you can use cannabis to, in a healthy way, like still do all the things that you want to do and love to do. And also bring out that creativity in yourself. So I was just kind of was like combining the two worlds of things that I do all the time together. I was like, if I like to creative blaze is what I call it, you know, just sesh and make stuff. I'm going to just, I'm going to show everyone that they can sesh and make stuff too. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. So, um, like I said, uh, for those of you watching, as you're watching live, we'll be getting to the hottest wrestlers or the hottest people in wrestling over time here a little bit later before the uh, the free hour ends. We get into the bonus content and whatnot. For those of you wondering, I picked 16 women. Uh, Shelly picked 16 men. Uh, Shelly's list is obviously going to be more interesting than mine because, as you can imagine, I've not interacted with any of these people, but Shelly has interacted with a lot of the people on her list. And when I say interacted with, uh, yes, I'm talking about uh, some shenanigan level stuff with the few of them. So purposes, what we're going to do, we're going to take 16 of each side, put them in the polls. I'm going to get like an online bracket thing where you can go watch the progress of the bracket. They will compete against each other on which one is hotter. Hopefully, especially in the case of Shelly's uh, list, we're going to create a lot of controversy, maybe freak some people out because I'm going to tag everyone on Twitter, uh, X, whatever you want to call it. And um, so we'll see if we can generate some uh, some buzz, if you will, about the show in that manner while uh, pitting people against each other on the basis of their physical looks. Of the world. So it's going to be great. Uh, 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 Bree's uh, thoughts as well when we get to that. Back to you, Bree. Uh, when you started, how old were you when you, like, you started cannabis? Oh, I had a love-hate relationship with cannabis at first. Um, I first tried it, like, you know, my older sister wanted me to try it in a safe environment with her. So I tried it when I was younger. Um, I was, like, 16. And I was like, yeah, no, I don't think I want to do that anymore. But then by 17, that just gave it a year, really, mold over the experience. I was like, you know, the end of the experience was great. But just, like, that initial first was too much. And so I was like, but I liked the ending yeah. of everything. How it, how the rest of the high played out was great. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to dabble back in. And and at 17 and 18, I was smoking again. And then, you know, I just, it was a little different, more difficult because it was harder to get. <laughs> and I didn't like know everything about it. So some strains I would get and I'm like, you know, this isn't for me because they were heavy, heavy indicas. And that just literally puts me out. So I was like, I really had to do research on it, like, you know, break it down. And I was like, okay, now I can fully really like dive in. It was like, I was like 20. I was like, okay, I'm doing this. <laughs> and go full time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if we're having technical issues. Well, my thing like went away for a second. So I don't know. Uh, I apologize in perpetuity for all of the technical issues that are going to happen going forward. But that's fine. You all love it anyway. You tune in for that's part of the character of the show. Just to screw up. Uh, you tune in to see if she'll be on herself. Various things become <laughs> part of the show. show lore. I will try to get to pee for the end of the show. Well, <laughs> I love how the only part that caught on this end was pee towards the <laughs> end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. But I know what he's talking about. Um, long story short, I have a history of peeing myself. I don't know why. And here's the thing. I pee myself, but the only time I pee myself is when I'm medicating, which is so weird. Like when I get like a cough or like whatever. And so it's so crazy because last year, because of health reasons, I had to stop smoking for a little while. And when I wasn't smoking, I wasn't peeing myself. And then finally, like when I smoked again for the first time, I was, 
in in here. And then I was like smoking and I just like coughed and I looked up and then they were like, you peed yourself. I was like, I did. Why does this always happen? So I don't know what that's about. Your body but, is just so, so, so relaxed. It's like, there it is. <laughs> sure. <laughs> so it could have been, I don't know if you're talking about that stoner Jesus or if you're talking about how someone, or about the first or the tweet you put out with the person peeing. Oh yeah, I totally forgot. We've been told we've, that's another thing we've been following is the P files. I completely <laughs> slipped my mind. <laughs> yes, P files. I guess it was two episodes ago. Shelly brought up. Um, you can probably tell it better, but the basics is what we've been asking is, uh, are your, what are people's feelings, especially if you're in a relationship or whatever, about peeing on each other? Is it a normal thing is that something that a oh. lot of people. Okay, like golden Shelly's shower. been getting, yeah, Shelly's been getting an investigation, I'm sure. She's been spending a lot of time on it, getting really in-depth with, you know. Uh, is there any other, Shelly, have you, uh, have we come to the bottom yet or not? So, I only caught some of that. Thanks. Just to, if anyone new is listening, and for you, Brie. So, I know somebody who told me a story about they were they were with somebody it was their boyfriend and my friend was in the shower and she had this urge all of a sudden for him to just pee on her so she opened up the door and was like don't you just want to pee on me and he started peeing on her now she told me about it because she was like it's so weird because throughout the years they're not together anymore she's like throughout the years I randomly think to myself, why did I do that? Cause she's never done that with anybody else. And it was just like, and so I've been trying to figure out like, what is that? And then I asked her, I was like, well, how did it make you feel? And she was like, I was just really turned on. and was just like, don't you just want to pee on me? And she was like, but I didn't understand where it was coming from. So I don't know. We've been trying to figure out what the P files and get other people's opinion on what they think that could mean. So what do you think that could mean? I feel like for some people, it might be about the particular person like having that power over them. Some people might like the warmth, you know, it might be about the sensation of warmth for them. I'm trying to think of like, if it wasn't actual P like on other reasons on why like you know a, a warm liquid you know would like be nice to someone like how that would like maybe like turn them on or be sensual but i feel like also like a little bit of a power thing like just wanting like that submissiveness or may like <laughs> or I think one, like that person i think you're onto something like, there the power the power you're onto something the power there. and the warmth together <laughs> the power P files on it. <laughs> Power on the P file. <laughs> um, so, so those of you watching, if you have watched on the P files, make sure you tweet them in or whatever and let us know. Oh yeah. So Brie, you said that uh you were I would like to like for you to share with our listeners and viewers your journey with Twitch and how that kind of like played into your life and streaming and Blending your real life. I think it's really interesting. Um, well, I started it, excuse me, because I hate editing. I was making my, I started my YouTube channel. Excuse me. I started my YouTube channel. And like, I really realized how bad I am at editing. 
how, how I literally couldn't really get myself to sit down and do it. And I was like, you know what? I wonder if I don't really have to cut out because it's just little things I was cutting out. You know, I'm like, maybe I don't have to cut this stuff out. You know, what if I just don't censor myself in that way and just go live and do it? But you had, you know, for YouTube, you had to have a certain amount of people to go live. You know, you had to have, be on there a certain amount, have a certain amount of viewers, um, um, subscribers, and watch hours done to be able to do that. So I was like, you know what? Like, I already have friends who are on Twitch. I love what they're doing, but they're doing gaming. And I was like, but you know what? I also see people on there that aren't doing that, but I wasn't fully into the how much of the Twitch was just like not gaming, you know? Because the friend that I had, she mainly did gaming on there. So I branched out a little bit and I started looking. I was like, so you can smoke cannabis on it. You don't have to game. And you can just do whatever you want really you can have like whatever's your vibe and I, I saw there was an art section and I was like that's where I need to be and for months I just went live and I would color or you know paint something and even if no one was there like you know I it just felt nice to like still have the like progress of the shed because I'd hang up the painting or you know just parts of my she shed being made live in time without me having to go back and do the editing of it and I could show people, like, this is what I do in the meantime. <laughs> you know, when I'm not messing with the shit, this is what I do in here. And it just became, um, after a while, I got inspired from another streamer friend who, she had a schedule. And I was like, wow, that'd be nice to, like, actually not schedule time, because I'm not good with, like, time as much all the time um, for management for myself, because I do IRL, moving my camera around to from, like, outside to my kitchen to my bathroom i was like i can share self-care with people i can you know like make stuff in my kitchen and use cannabis in it and teach people how to use cannabis and cooking in safer ways like and, and put it in anything really not just baked goods and stuff like that you can put it in anything you know like like you don't have to be on cooked with cannabis or like a cooking show to do it do it in your own home i was just like i'm gonna share that with everyone in my schedule so every day was just a different thing it was Sundays was self-care. Mondays was the sunrise wake and bake with meditation. And um, Tuesdays was baked baking with Brie. Wednesdays, we would just hang out and do art and sesh. Thursdays was always art. Fridays was surprise Friday, just whatever we would do. And then I would take Saturday for me and my partner when she's off. And then, you know, I go back and do it again for the week. And it was just like so nice to spend time with people who were doing the same things. Like, even if they're all just lurking, us just all doing it together. And like me realizing, wow, like I can like help people. People can help me. We can talk about cannabis and art and like inspire each other to do those things together. And I was like, I, I want to do this all the time. And then I was like, you know what though? I, I need a job because I've been going stir crazy in my house just streaming and I loved streaming but I felt like I needed more in my life again because I've always been a busybody always been a busybody and then the last couple of years I took off a couple of years and I just stayed in my house for a while and then I just started streaming after the last couple and I'm like okay I'm gonna get back into the world but in a like you know a better way where I'm like okay now I can uh try to get back to streaming and working and I'm like I don't know if they work. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a it lot. Is. And I, I don't think people realize um, how much of it is, and especially if you're streaming so much, 
you could be having a great time. It could be helping you in so many ways, but it's still a lot. And when you're trying to balance that with a job, one of the two is going to suffer, I feel. Yeah. My Always. streaming definitely got the suffering. I I still was like telling them, you know, as I got the job, I'll still be streaming a couple of days a week. But I feel like for a while it was almost non-existent. Now it's like a couple of days a week. And like I miss the community. I miss the people like, like we you get to know them and everything. Like I'm like, I don't know what most of you are doing now. Like, so I will go on Discord and, you know, go to the sesh lounge and chat there. So I'm like. Now I don't even like sometimes get to stream because I rather talk to the community in Discord because I miss them and if they're lurking and not I can't hear what's going on in their life and I want to hear about it because I miss them. Oh, I love that! I love that, and it's so cool that you were able to build that kind of community because not not everyone does. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I feel like that goes to show a lot of like your because this is what as a viewer of yours i've always gotten that you're just totally genuine you're totally real like i started following you because i was like this is like a girl i'd want to hang out and smoke with and just like talk about life or whatever like yes and so that's when i started following because i i think from the memberville um that's how you got into my rotation my I algorithm and i was just like this girl she's so cute and like you'd have your cute photos and then like all this and i was just like dude yes and then after following you for a while and then especially when you started doing your twitch again i mean i'm not sitting here trying to kiss your asses i mean there's a reason why i wanted you on our show it's like and you know this i hit you up and i was like yeah. so how does this work and I really appreciate that because throughout my life, whether it was before my wrestling days or after, nine times out of ten, when I ask somebody just like, oh, like, how do you know, how are you doing this or whatever, they never reply. And I've even test people where, like, I'll bring something else up that has nothing to do with it and they'll reply to me. But if I ask them anything about, like, oh, so how do you do that or you know, how much, or like, whatever. It's just like, they don't want to say anything. And it's just Wait, gatekeep it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And so you inspired me to feel like I can, I can fit that into my life, but then I'm, I can feel what you're saying right now because I haven't been streaming because I have all these other focuses that I have to like go for. And it's just like, ah, uh, and that balance, but yeah. you, gave me once again first with the little set and then with going live the nudge because i knew i was missing something from myself and it was doing lives because i relate to what you're saying as far as like you don't got to edit it it's kind of it is what it is one and done boom you move forward you don't have to revisit it yeah finding an editor is hard i just recently just found one that when we started working together because i still love taking video clips for content and then I ended up, I had have, I have literally, I have so much, I have to buy like storage every month because I have max capacity of just raw footage clips for so many different videos that I wanted to make because I went to these experiences. I wanted to take people with me or I did something in the shed and I wanted to show the process of me doing it. And then I never got to editing it because I'm like, I want to spend time with my wife when she's here. I want to, like, I have to work and like my job makes me so tired when I get home. I don't want to edit. I just want to go to sleep. So I'm like, 
you know, finding an editor, like it is worth it. Like, you know, this, there's a lot of people out there that are like, you know, like going to be crazy, you know, you have some, uh, I feel like some run-ins, but you know, at the same time, you're like, you'll find that person. It's like, you can still make content, um, and short form content or long form content, like off for YouTube or anything like that. If it's not live, you know, just by going and still living your life and taking those little video clips to share them with them later. So I'm like, that's how, that's the route we go on now. It's only up now. <laughs> it's interesting you say that because I shoot and edit almost everything. And the thing is for me, I enjoy editing, but it cuts in to life. Yeah. And it's cool in the sense because when I edit stuff, I, it's like an audio or video diary, depending on what I'm editing. And so I'll have like these trip out moments of like, whoa, like I can't believe I had this like aha moment. <laughs> so there's that, but something, I was just in the conversation about this, but something that I've learned the hard way is because I would stress out if I had a bunch of stuff I hadn't gotten to yet. But I've realized once I finally get to it and it could be years later, I was meant to go and revisit those moments on that day or days of working on it. And sometimes I get a little stressed out and then I had to remind myself because over the years, like I've been doing like editing my own stuff since 2009. So for quite a while now. So more power to you woman. <laughs> more power that's a lot. Yeah. So what I learned just, it just clicked in like the last year or two. So that's a long time of editing. I was stressed out. I wasn't having fun with it. It make me in a bad mood or I'm snapping at people at home. Like it was just like a whole thing. But when I realized when I was forced to like have to put things on hold and then have to revisit them later, every single time it's like, oh, I needed to hear that today. Every single time. So about a year or two ago, I realized I need to keep reminding myself of that. So if we could just tuck that into your uh, little filing cabinet of, in your brain, because that's something that was really hard for me to learn. And I still have to work on it, but it's just so true. So there you have it. That's my two cents. <laughs> no, I love that. Like, we're, like yeah, I like... I feel like what I understand that to such a degree of like short term content. Like, you know, I, I feel that like, I know what you're saying. I'm like, damn, like I get it. I'm like, but at the same time, I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. You can only do it for so long and it's just too much. That's why like, even with the streaming lately, I was just thinking about it today. I was like, man, I haven't gone live in a while. And I started to get freaked out. I was like, no, I've had stuff I had to take care of. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, no, you know, even if that meant sleep or freaking drinking some wine and watching some TV, like whatever, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, uh, I heard some good advice today uh, from someone. Uh, they said, just spit on it and go. <laughs> Wise woman said that. So put that in your memory. Yeah, I was. Uh, Bree, I wanted to make sure um, while we're doing, uh, while we're free live and all that stuff, uh, go ahead and let people know where they can find you, Bree, on like, you know, X and all your social media, streaming and all that stuff. 
Oh, thank you. I well, okay. So I got lots of. I'm trying to get it all contained to one name recently, <laughs> um, because I'm trying to be more platform friendly. Um, which I hate censoring. That's one of the reasons I am glad I have an editor because she can bleep all this stuff out that I'm not supposed to say that I say. Uh, like, you know, just like <laughs> talking about cannabis on YouTube, like just specifically for that platform. You know, so I'm trying to switch over to more, more platform friendly. So I did Creative Ganja Queen. I shortened it to CGQ Official. So you guys can find me at CGQ Official with either um, nothing between it, a period between it, <laughs> or a dash of underscore between a, um uh literally cgq official usually if you just type it in like that they'll they'll find you <laughs> the search bar will find me either if you, if you forget the decimal or whatever it is on that platform till we get situated all to one um but i am on um mostly for the most twitch is my main thing and uh, twitter x um and I am just just hit my first 1K on YouTube, which means the world to me because I like started YouTube before anything else, before I got on any other platform to show my she shed, and that's still like my pride and joy of the why I started it all. So I'm finally not in a shadow band because I changed my name on there. I'm more platform friendly for them. <laughs> They're like, okay, we'll let you be seen now. <laughs> like, so thank you to anyone who has followed that, uh, and also like anyone who wants to go check that out because that's like. It's a lot of cosplay. I love to do special effects makeup too. Um, and so I'll, I'll do like stony special effects. So I'll just get really high and do some type of body paint or special effects makeup on me. And I'm like, those are mostly on the YouTube and the YouTube shorts. If you guys want to check them out, the YouTube shorts are very different from the YouTube like videos. They're all the process of making my she shed, which is still not done. So more videos also there will come on there. Um, I still have the a loft above my head to do. And that's going to be the part that I'm doing this coming month because everything's finally coming in. All the little pieces I've been gathering from different places are just like boxes of stuff. <laughs> you know, all go up there and have like a big transformation. Um, so I'm excited to finish the shed more there if anyone wants to check it out. And yeah, mom, you, I'm trying to get my stuff together back on Twitch, but you can find me there live a couple of days a week doing different self-care and art and any random thought that I have. Will definitely be on Twitter. <laughs> Going back to your makeup, oh my gosh, you do some really freaking awesome looks. Like, did you? Is that just you being you, or did you like do, like go to school for that before or anything, or um, just? So when I was younger, I did like I was in a school for the arts, but it was like uh, I didn't learn like special effects makeup or anything there. And then I went to a normal high school where I took a drama class and I learned like some really basic bruising from that. And it inspired me to really want to like do that. So I started just being a nerd about it and doing it all the time on myself. And, uh, then like, I was like, you know what? Like, I really want to get back into it. Why not just get back into it live on Twitch and just let them see me mess up or whatever comes out of it. <laughs> So I just like, I just kind of do it in my own time. I've always loved to just body paint. I don't really have anyone else to do it on. So I just do it on myself. <laughs> well, there you go. And like, I feel like something like that, when you're doing it on yourself, you don't have to worry about like somebody like being over it, like them standing there or like whatever, you know what I'm saying? Like you could just, like you said, get real medicated and mm -hmm. just. I did a lot of my favorite ones. <laughs> Your looks are just so freaking awesome. So props to you on that. 
Thank you. I think I've done a lot of my favorite ones, like will never even be documented because I did work at haunted houses back in the South, but I really started like, you know, like I said in high school, I really started being a nerd about it. Like I started working at haunted houses after that, like when I graduated, um, actually one of the top haunted houses in the U S I did some of the makeup for, uh, it was called creepy hollow. And I also worked in there and it was just like, being around that live getting to do it and then watch it live was just such a fun thing like i was like you know what i'm gonna keep doing it but like i said now i just do it by me <laughs> that's so it's, awesome it's, though so like i said i gotta give you props on that i totally like didn't even think about it because i'm you know here's the thing your your whole background here it's just like it's perfect it's just perfect <laughs> so i think that's why i was focusing more on <laughs> And it's perfect. I just love it so much. So I'm so glad you brought up your makeup thing because oh, I just, I love your stuff. <laughs> I'm a big fan of your stuff. Thank you. I really appreciate that. And I still like feel like I have imposter syndrome about it some days. I'm like, ah, ah I don't have to take the compliments. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I just like throwing it out there because I have at least a chance to say it to your face instead of like typing words. And I think that's a, that's a lost connection out there. So I'm going to take liberties and just tell you to your face. That's, you know, really why anyone, like I have an interview later with somebody for my other podcast and it's kind of the same thing. I don't ever see him cause I'm not in wrestling anymore. So I'm just like, you know what, this is just my opportunity to catch up and tell him to his face what I think. And there you have it. I, that's what I do. I'm a, um, emotional peddler, I guess you would say for podcasts. <laughs> I'm, I, they've seen me cry on Twitch guys. If you can follow my Twitch, I'm sorry. If you haven't come on there, I'm crying. I, whatever's happening in my day when I stream, that's, that's what you, that's what you get. <laughs> Absolutely. No filter. So I'm an emotional bitch. So you're probably going to make me cry. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm a crier, so go ahead and cry. <laughs> We're just like crying together. Um, I'm one people of at home people... probably can't. Go ahead, Shelly. I'm one of those people. I don't know. If, I feel like you can probably relate to this. Recently, somebody I saw cry, and it didn't make me want to cry or feel connected. And I told somebody else, I said, look, I cry on commercials. So if somebody is like, pleading that they're so sorry about something and I feel nothing. I am very suspicious of those people because I cry at the drop like every time like a song can come on and I could be with people and they go oh god here we go and they'll look at me. And like, yeah. So if somebody is like oh I'm so sorry and they're crying and I feel nothing I'm like something's up here because I cry all the time. Like most of those YouTuber apology videos. <laughs> That's All of them. <laughs> the kind of the vein I'm talking about. I saw something recently that was kind of like an apology type of thing. And I was like, mm, feel nothing. <laughs> like, are you sorry, though? <laughs> um, people at home may not be able to tell, but I'm actually wearing quite a bit of makeup. Uh, I usually don't look this oh. old. So. But see, Shelly, I do put some work into the show. It's about time. All of this. 60, yes, indeed. It's about time. It's not like I let it out there. <laughs> um, 
We have about uh, 12 minutes or so left in the uh, live feed. Uh, we can get started on the uh, the hottest wrestlers. I'm going to start with my list because Shelly's list is going to create a lot more controversy. Uh, before we get to that, though, I wanted to ask you, Bree, uh, are you or have you at any point in your life been a wrestling fan? When I was younger, um, I would watch it with my um, little sister, my stepsister, me and her mom and her would watch them at her house. But I don't, other than that, haven't really followed it. <laughs> well, you probably know a lot of these I names. It absolutely so looks. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, feel free you know, to, to comment on any or all uh, of our picks. Let me, um, I think I can do this. There we go. That's what my final list ended up as. <laughs> uh, if you're listening on audio podcast, I'm not going to read them all. You know, watch the video or go find it on X. I don't want to tell you. Uh, but some of them, like there was a couple changes I made. Uh, Liv Morgan replaced Carmella. And Maurice replaced Anna Jay. I couldn't believe there were some of these people I've forgotten. Some people tweeted at me and reminded me of some of them. Uh, now, I'll say again, as I said last time, Shelly is not on this list. Objectively, Shelly, I think, could be on this list. I think a lot of people would agree with me. But it would skew the poll results to such a point that it would be pointless to even have the contest because so many of Shelly's fans would be voting for Shelly, and Shelly would win, and that would kind of that would take the drama out of it. So we're leaving the drama in. Shelly has been banned from my list. So that's why. Before you write me angry emails, like, why is no Shelly not on the list? That's why. Don't write me angry emails. Use your time for something else. <laughs> you know, Next, I get banned at many places. I'm used to it. So ban away. That's right. I know last time Shelly was saying a lot of people on my list. Um, there was, she, was, she was basically hinting that she, she has some certain feelings about some of them. But I was trying to get out the exact names from her, but I was not successful. Uh, what are your thoughts on, on the list, on my list overall, Shelly? Okay. First of all, I think you should have kept Carmella. I don't know who you could have taken off, but she's really beautiful and she has a good vibe and energy. She's like an energy about her. So here's the thing. So what I was mentioning before was with all due respect, there's some people on your list that are generally known as like being like the super hot people in wrestling. But to me, and it's not that they're, I'm not trying to be a bitch. I'm just being honest. They're not, like, they're attractive. They're cute girls. But the way they're kind of, like, marketed and known for, it was, like, it didn't match. Like, and it's weird to me because you have someone, I'm going to use Trish Stratus as an example. She's very sexy, effortlessly. She knows how to wrestle really good. Um, and then I think it's really cool that her story is that she chose to want to be a good wrestler. You know what I mean? She could have just been eye candy, but she chose to, but she wanted to be. So there's like that respect there. So to me, I kind of put like Trish Stratus in like the, um, she's the ultimate package. Of that kind of vibe. Like everyone has their different tastes. Not everybody likes that. That's not their favorite. You know what I mean? So there's somebody on this list that 
kind of got that that Trish Stratus marketing vibes. But what I see in Trish Stratus, I don't see in that person. And this person's very cute girl. I'm not taking that away. Like, very cute. Did a good job. Like, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying the way they marketed this one specific person on here was the same vibe as like a Trish. And I don't see that. They're totally different to me. So that's just like my thought. And I always wondered like what that was. And I probably would make more sense if I said who the person is. But I'm not going to do that because I don't feel right about that. So there you have it. <laughs> well, uh, I definitely feel right about guessing who that person is. Don't ask because you probably will know. And I don't want to answer. I don't want to talk about it because I don't want to be a bitch. I've had about a month to think about it. I think I, I have the name. I know the name. Uh, Shelly, can you see your private your uh, private chat, can't you? If I type something in there. I've been Googling the women so that I can like yeah. put an opinion in. <laughs> just so you guys know. I'm sending in the StreamYard private chat, okay, Shelly. Cool. Name. Tell me if that name is correct. No. Okay. Damn. I thought I had that. I was all proud of myself. Yeah, I was going to be like, yeah. Okay, you're going to type I in there. I can see why you would say that, but and I've thought about that when I thought about like talking about this subject on today's show. And when I thought about the person you just wrote me, I thought, you know what? The roles that they have given her, she did play a really good job at it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, she is a good example of being maybe a not Trish Stratus vibe, but really beautiful, had her own different vibe, different energy about it. That wasn't so, like, um, this, like, raw sexual kind of thing. And that's fine. Not everybody likes that, like I'm saying. So I could see why you say that. But here's who I was talking about. Oh, Okay. Like, I don't get it. Like, when they bill her, like, oh, it's just so this and this. And then when I look at, like, her stuff, I'm like, I think Francine beats her out of the ballpark. Like, and they don't talk about Francine like that. So what's up? Like, and? Like, I'm just saying, like, in my opinion, like, Francine's got that, like, Trish Stratus, like, that effortless, like, like, and she had looks has no, like, different look than Trish. And I'm not just saying this because Francine's my friend. It's like she had, okay, if this makes sense about my comments about Francine. When I got close with Francine, it was many years after she was out of ECW. And so when we were in the fake ECW together yeah. and we got close, I knew her work from what we were doing out there. And then knew her personally from that experience. So, like, to me, that's the version of Francine. So then as time goes on and I see different content of her from back in the ECW days, I'm like, this bitch, she's killing it over here. She's being, like, being in there like the men, looking freaking hot. And then when she'd come out there with that look on her face, she looks like, like she will F you up in the bedroom and you will like it and you will shut up and you will obey. Like, but to me before, cause I like got to bond with Francine when I did, I just saw like 
that Francine, just like she saw that side of me. And so it made sense to me that she understood my Ariel character so much because that character had a lot of those vibes in it too, but just in a different way. So I don't know why Francine wasn't ever billed that same way when I feel she has that raw, effortless, sexy vibes over the person I told you. I think. What do you think? Uh, absolutely. First of all, I would point out that Francine has um, definitely probably has the, uh, the home field advantage, if you will. She was on the roast of Shelly a couple years ago. For those of you want to go check that out, it is on YouTube still, I believe. Uh, I don't know if I haven't been notified they took it down for any reason. I get notifications from YouTube all the time that says, this can't be up here. We're going to take it down. And I say, well, thank you, YouTube. You're really helping me out. In any case, uh, yeah, absolutely. I I think that, I mean, I don't know. I know ECW was kind of was big during, the original ECW was big during the Attitude Era. Um, and she didn't come to WWE too long after that. But I feel like, ECW was overshadowed a lot in those years uh, just because of the Attitude Era and the, the ratings were so big and, and all that stuff. And people like Trish and, you know, even earlier on with people like Sonny or um, people from the late 90s. It's, uh, yeah, she just didn't, for whatever reason, didn't get the push. I, I think a lot of it would have to do with Vince McMahon's personal preferences uh, when it comes to that area, I think a lot of that depended, that pushes depended a lot on that. Um, I feel like I'd be remiss, by the way, if I didn't mention that one person on the list, Sonny, just got uh, sentenced to 17 years in prison yesterday for uh, hitting someone with her car and killing them. Um, from what I understand, from what I remember, she was, I think she won something and she hit someone, she rear-ended someone at like a stoplight or a stop sign. And it was an older gentleman and he ended up dying. Uh, so she got sentenced yeah, to 17 years in prison, which is uh, uh, a lot of your life. Uh, but, you know, you take someone else's I, life and that's... To be um, honest with you, I, I'm very shocked she didn't get the full, to be honest with you. Like, I don't know. Here's the thing. Let's talk about facts. No feelings, just facts. Facts are... She's had multiple DUIs. She's been busted multiple times because she's not doing what she's supposed to be. She's not obeying the restrictions that's been put on her and things like that. And now someone's loved one is gone. And you know how I feel about death. Just so you know, Brie, in short, I have like a huge death anxiety. Like it really freaks me out when I think about like, and that's why I've always in, like embraced like vampires since I was younger and things because they live forever. And that's why I live spooky things because I'm kind of embracing what I'm afraid of. So <clears throat> when death, I really think deeply about it. And I just put myself in that family's position that like, their grandpa, their husband, like their brother or sister, you know, whatever, um, like they're no longer here because this gal couldn't call an Uber. And that's the other yeah. thing is like, we live in a day and age where, and I know when you are a person that has issues that you use alcohol like that, you're just not even thinking in those terms. And I get that, but I don't know, dude. It's just, it's just 
a dude died and I yeah. know she didn't, I know she didn't go out and say, Hey, I'm going to kill this dude. But like she did. And it's fucked up. The whole thing is fucked up. And it really bothers me to be honest with you. And I'm just like, I'm very surprised she didn't get the full time. And if I was like that guy's family members, I'd be pissed about it. Probably Actually. on. Anyways, back to the list. <laughs> so the list is solely based on looks, right? Looks <clears> or <throat> vibes. Because my list is very eclectic. And I know some of the people yeah. on my list, people are going to be like, what the and F? Like, but like, now I'm hearing stories. I'm looking at his list. And I'm like, I Googled all the people on the list. And I'm like rearranging it. <laughs> now like I'm like, uh, okay. Did that? Okay. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, yeah, my list is not in particular order, uh, and also uh, it is based very superficially on looks. <laughs> uh, I know my audience. So that's why I, I asked like, if your list was on looks because I like googled them all and I was yeah. like, okay, all right. But here's yeah. the thing: don't you think that these people on your list, though, the reason why they set they they make your penis hard is because they have a vibe. It's very presumptive of you, but okay. <laughs> what was that i said that's very presumptive of you but okay i'm just playing i'm being fun just so we can get listeners what um, you want from me <laughs> yeah, is very superficial my i feel like there's gonna be a lot of male uh wrestling fans who like this is right down their alley and it's gonna get us a lot of retweets and or reposts or whatever you want to call it it's definitely a play for views and notice, especially in the case of Shelly. I don't even know. Shelly, I don't know anyone on Shelly's list, but I'm no, I'm no that if they have an X or a Twitter or an Instagram, they're going to get tagged and they're going to know <laughs> that, they're on, that they're on a list and there's competition involved and that Shelly put them on that list. And if they want to respond in any way, feel free to contact me and they can come on the show and respond in any way to yeah. Shelly that they would like. And be fantastic. <laughs> you know what's going to happen? This is the um, reality. So the reality is, is that these people are going to play telephone. And they're not going to play telephone right. They should be playing telephone through Stoner Jesus. That's who they should be playing telephone be through. But <laughs> instead, they do. They bitch out. Here, you put this nice little uh, game, mm -hmm. if you will, poll or whatever together. So we wouldn't even be talking. So this is your whole idea, Stoner Jesus. And they don't want to use you as the messenger or whatever. They go and then I have to hear months later, so-and-so said that they heard that da, 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 on your little thing. Da, da, da. And it's like, come on, go to Stoner Jesus. No, my direct messages are open. Uh, Stoner Jesus 420. Stoner Jesus 420 at gmail.com has been my email address for 15 years. Anyone can get a hold of me at any time. You come on the show. Even if you email me, you're like, that's Shelly, man. She's a real bitch. I want to let her have it. I would be like, let me schedule you for the next show. I'll tell you exactly when it is to come on, and you can let Shelly have it. And it'll be fantastic. And people will love to see it. I know. But here's the thing. I also want to throw out there to those said people 
I get it. You don't want to come on here. You do not want me up in your face. I understand. You can always give him a, a comment yeah. on it. Hey, I saw what you guys put. I think Shelly's a bitch. That's right. Just let him know. You don't have to be on here. And if you want to be anonymous, we are real kayfabe over here. We like to fun, be fun and open and say things for views. But if you want us to, you want to be anonymous, it's no problem. We respect privacy. I will read your comment no matter what it says <laughs> verbatim on the chip. <laughs> on the part of it. It could be two pages of you just eviscerating <laughs> Shelly. Look, Shelly, this is going to be rough. You got two pages, but we're going to go through it. And you can, and Shelly can rebut the, the comment as we go, but still, it's, it'll be fun. It'll be fun times. Just come on. Come on. Now, I noticed we've gone over the hour. Uh, so, you freeloaders, you've really gotten more than you should have. What you need to do is go to patreon.com slash Shelly SJ Smokeout. Subscribe. It's $5 a month. I mean, it's in this day and age of inflation is literally nothing. I cannot think of many other things that cost less than five dollars. There's just not. I know coffee's more. Go get a cup of coffee somewhere. Door. It's more than five dollars. Just come on, it's right, right there. Just go do it. I'm tired of telling you people. <laughs> and I got my list. Aggravating all of you. You know you want to hear Shelly's. That's list. right. Now I got my list. After this. It's just the greatest bonus content in the world. Because like I said, I'm I'm on the edge of my seat. I have no I have a couple ideas of who's on it, but I don't know Shelly's list as Shelly has known mine for yep. quite a while. It's gonna be fantastic. And my list you can't see it if you don't is subscribe. in a particular oh, order. Oh, sorry. Oh. Oh, you're fine. Uh you're it's, you know, you're just you gotta see it. You gotta see it. So go subscribe. The full video will be up. There you go. So now um, bye, everybody who's watching free. I'm going to turn off the, the X's or the Twitters. See, StreamYard still has a little Twitter bird. So it uh, <laughs> is very confusing for me. A lot of things. I was going to make sure I concentrate on this part because I don't want to show. That's what gives us all Twitter. Why is this not working? I'll take, out with I'll you. take this one off. Okay. So we are we're still recording and we're not not an act. I did that right. Yay me. What were you saying, Shelly? <laughs> mine is in a very particular order, unlike yours. Like it's uh. a very particular <laughs> order. I put a lot of thought into this. If I'm silent again for a minute, it's because I'm googling everyone. <laughs> go ahead. And, like just looking at their picture, like and I like screenshot them all and go through them. I'm like, okay. Just like so I, I can like know what you're talking about when you're talking about them. Like, huh? Okay. <laughs> no problem. Because most of these, I have little stories to go with them, so you'll have time to look them up. <laughs> okay. okay. This this one goes out to you, Stoner Jesus. <laughs> I dedicate my list are to you. you. <laughs> Ron, are you starting with or the bottom of your list, or are you starting with the top of your list? Oh, we're starting at the bottom. Okay. There you go. All right. Okay. All right. Countdown. So we're start, we save the best for last is how we're working over here. Okay. Okay. Number one on the list from AEW, Scorpio Sky. I always thought Scorpio Sky was very handsome. Um, he's not somebody that I ever was like, 
trying to hook up with or he was trying to hook up with me. He is, however, the first friend I ever made in wrestling because when I first, um, right before, like, I let me see, did I start training? It was either right, right before I started training or I had just started training. I went to the mall and he worked in one of those like carts that are in the middle of the mall or whatever. And then he sold uh, wrestling tapes and t-shirts and we got to talking and like, he's like, Oh, you're going to be training over here. Or I was training over there and we got to talking. So he was my first friend in wrestling. So I've watched his career grow and every stage of him growing through wrestling, which he really has, he's always been very handsome. So he makes the list and being consistently handsome. And I've known him from day one. So there you have it. Scorpio Sky. Shout out to you, Migo. I love seeing you on AEW. Not that I watch it, but like the commercials and such. Like you deserve <laughs> that. Sending you positive vibes. And, you know, you made the freaking list. Scorpio Sky. All right. Number. I have to interject here up. for a second. Go ahead. Uh, I second because, uh, I was remiss in mentioning that you'll notice that my list, and I noticed this after I was done with my list, uh, contains no women of color at all. And uh, I'm glad that you started with a person of color because I feel that that's going to really uh, dampen the effects of my list and maybe boycotts or whatnot that may come our way. I don't want to have any part of any of that. So I was hoping that uh, that you would not to, you know, not to put too fine a point on it, but kind of, you know, have a more diverse list than mine apparently turned out to be. Well, there you have it. Scorpio Sky, look what he does. He works for us in all kinds of different ways, Scorpio Sky. Thank you. I just Googled him. Very handsome. Isn't he very handsome? Yeah. He like, he looks like a movie star. Like, he, he should does. be like a, like an A-list movie star, right? Like, yeah, and, and definitely, like, Google search does him very well. That picture that first pops up is so good. Like, I was like, Damn. I know. That's why he's on the list, girl. <laughs> okay, coming up next, we have Shannon Moore. So Shannon Moore, I got familiar with and became friends with when I was in WWE. And to this day, we're really cool. Um, we kind of just keep in touch more so just on social media. But uh, Shannon Moore, to me, he, at that time of my life like a good chunk of it um you know from when i was in wwe until like oh i would say almost kind of towards the end of my wrestling career i always had this like crush on him and he always we always we joked about it and one of the things i would tell him is like in a different life like it just wasn't meant to be we were meant to be just friends on this life but like and it reminded me and it you don't <laughs> don't laugh but um when katie perry came out with that song teenage dream back in the day like i was like oh that's my song with shannon moore <laughs> it's teenage dream because it's got the tattoos and he's got like the vibe but like he's a sweetheart and like somebody that you're attracted to but at the same time like you can be friends with and i think it's really important that something i've always liked is i have to have a friendship with whoever i'm like vibing with so shannon moore it was in my other life we would have been a couple but in this life we're supposed to be just friends so there you have my shannon moore story <laughs> okay this one is gonna be a shocker because I don't think I've ever talked about this. 
So up oh. next we have the one, the only Vince Russo. So Vince Russo, when I worked with him in TNA, um, he reminded me at the time of there's this actor, I forget his name. He's the main actor in that movie Office Space. You know that guy? Um, the main Ron guy. Libby. Yeah, I think that's his name. He was like in yep. Sex in the City, and then he yep. was also in a Swingers. So Vince Russo in that time. He really reminded me of that kind of like vibe. And I remember I was with a knockout and a, a co-knockout, if you will. And we were walking and I was like, hey, you think Vince Russo's kind of hot? I think he's kind of hot. And she was like, ew, I hate his accent. I was like, I love his accent. And I was like, I don't know. She's like, that's gross, Shelly. Like, ew. And I was like, no, I think Vince Russo's hot. So What's his accent? He's like a got like a Boston kind of... <laughs> Is it Boston? Is it going to be mad? What is it? Oh, God. Sorry, uh, Vince Russo, if you ever see this. What's your accent, bro? Or like, yeah. Yeah. I like Northeast in general. And like, yeah, he says bro a lot. Okay. So there you have it. Freaking Vince Russo. Like, <laughs> Shelly, I saw him show this. Shelly thinks I'm hot, bro. And there you go. And here's the thing. I love Vince Russo to this day, but... It's different. Like, uh, I know him differently now. And, but then I remember. So, Shelly, early 2000s, <laughs> I was over there saying Vince Russo was hot. Okay, up next, right. speaking of my TNA days, early 2000s, we have Mr. Kevin Nash. Uh, I think he's very handsome. He's still very handsome. Um, never tried to hook up with him or anything. He, I really wasn't really around him much. Like, here and there and i've had some drinks with him but um so i don't know him know him but i really respected that he was always like he would drink wine and i love wine so he would always be the one to like close the bar down but he'd always be the first one in the gym and that really stuck with me to this day to where like if i party too much the night before and had too much wine even if it's not first thing in the morning, I make sure to get a workout that next day. Cause I'm like, Kevin Nash used to like close the bar down and it'd be the first one. That's why he still looks good. And he never lost his shape. And all these years he's always been in shape because he is in shape. Yeah. And the thing is, is like, let's say I have no idea, but you know, there's haters out there. So let's just say for haters sake, they say, oh, steroids. What people don't realize is you can take steroids. And if not, if you don't do the diet and the exercise as well, you're not going to get any results. So that's still a lot of hard work. And I don't think he looks like a steroid body. I think that's just, I've been working out for many, many years. Yeah. But M Mr. Kevin Nash is very handsome. Very handsome. Okay. So this is where um, I show another side of my taste, if you will. And somebody who I also thought was always handsome. And this is somebody that goes back to, before either of us were ever on television is Samoa Joe. I always thought Samoa Joe was very handsome. We're friends to this day. Um, never try to hook up with him or anything like that, but you know, he's very handsome. I, if he would have ever tried to hook up with me, I would have back in the day for sure. So there you have it. Samoa Joe, shout out to you. Let's take a little sip over here. <laughs> <laughs> Bearing my soul to people, they're like, oh, Shelly. 
Did you hear what Shelly Martinez said about you? <laughs> um, Samoa Joe was also in the uh, Peacock show Twisted Metal. He um, he's the guy with the uh, the clown mask on. He plays. He doesn't do the voice, but he's like he's the physical character. Okay. Yeah, I've seen some stuff on that. Like I'm not into that, and maybe I should check it out just to support. But it looks really cool. Like what? really, really cool. His body. Yeah. Like he doesn't wear a shirt. He has his clown mask on. You something to think well, about. Shout out to Samoa Joe, you know. Um, another one, I forget what his I forget what his name is aside from this, but he's known as Luchasaurus. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yeah. Um so Luchasaurus with or without the mask, he's on the list. <laughs> so with or without the mask, he's on the list. And something I'd like to throw out there about Luchasaurus, I don't know him well. I have only been around him a handful of times. But I remember there was this time, okay, I hadn't been with anyone for years. And so I was on the prowl to get me a boyfriend, okay? I was like, I want a boyfriend. Let's make this happen. <laughs> So <clears throat> I was real transparent about what I liked and didn't like. And I was very straightforward. So I remember I was at a show and he was there. And at that point I had been around him a couple times and I was like, man, he's really hot. Like the conversations I've had with him, I like his vibe. So I went up to him and I was like, Hey, do you have a girlfriend? And he was like, well, I'm not sure. And already I was like, no. And he's like, well, I was on the show. I think it was like a big brother or something. He was like, and I just got kicked off. And when I was on there, me and my girlfriend were still together. So I don't know if like we're still together. And I said, okay, never mind. And he was like, wait, what? I was like, no, no, never mind. And then he let it go. So, <laughs> so in the world of wrestling, I got to give him props. Like, I don't know him, like I said, but most dudes in wrestling would have kept trying they wouldn't have cared and so he what made me like him even more to where he makes the list pretty high up is i thought it was so cool that he was honest and that he didn't do shout on me and like follow me around and be like no 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 like wait like maybe we're da 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 and play this little like game because sadly most dudes in wrestling that's what they do so he makes higher on the list because he got cool guy points with me. Luchasaurus got cool guy points with me because he was being nice and respectful to his, I don't know, she's my girlfriend or, and he was respectful to me and he never brought it up after that. Every time I seen them, he was just very nice. So I think that's, that's a very classy Luchasaurus. Thank you. He's in a uh, AW now. Uh, I've never actually never seen him without the mask. I've only ever seen him in AEW. Oh, he's but cute. I will say for those of you current wrestling fans, uh, Kristen Cage renamed him a couple weeks ago, and now his name is Killswitch, and they call him Killswitch on the show. Oh, so how long that'll last, I don't know. But yeah. Well, he'll <laughs> always be Luchasaurus to me. <laughs> All right, up next we have. Shane McMahon. That man is handsome. Nice. From when he was young Shane McMahon to the mature Shane McMahon he is today. He is handsome. <laughs> and the first time I ever met Shane McMahon. So 
being that I grew up in SoCal, I've talked about this many times, and getting involved in wrestling, um, I started training in uh, the year 2000. So before that, I didn't know that there was like wrestling schools that you go to. I had to like find out. And so what I would do is I would dress up really cute to WWF shows because I know that Pamela Anderson would go to like these games and that's like how she got discovered like on the big Tron or whatever. So I was just, okay, work for Pamela Anderson. I want to be in WWF. It'll work for me. So I would dress up all cute. And so I went to this like fan fest thing and Shane McMahon came and he was walking through the crowd and he had this whole security around him. And I just went through the security and I had this little tiny outfit. I was like, oh, hi, Shane McMahon. I look really good managing you. And I just like started pitching myself to him. And he looked at me and he, I wonder if he remembers this. I probably not. And he looked at me. He's like, you look great on my arm. I go, that's what I'm saying. I should manage you. And I just went full balls out, like whatever. So <clears throat> <laughs> that was like the first oh my like he's really cute in person like whoa and then when i worked in wwe anytime he was there he had this like vibe i don't know it was like oh shane mcmahon's over there and he was always super nice and super respectful and i always thought it, what made him sexier to me is the fact that he was willing to get in the ring and do like crazy stuff when it's like you're vince mcmahon's kid you don't have to do anything if you don't want to and his character that he would be all cocky and doing his little cocky dance like shane mcmahon you made the list <laughs> so up next we have i know him as nemeth but most people know him as dolph ziggler i've talked about him a ton you can go look at our old podcasts you can go check things out it's all there but um at the end of the day Dolph Ziggler is really hot. He's still hot. He's super funny. And the key to my heart is if you make me laugh, you got me. But I've said this before and I'll say it again and I'll continue to say it. The thing that was cool about Nemeth was, A, he was very honest with me. And I appreciated that. Like, whatever. And then B... When I was in a really bad, dark place in my life, he really showed me the importance of being positive and having a positive energy. And even though it took me years to like truly like get it connected, he planted that seed and that made him even more sexy to me. So he gets high on the list, not just because he looks good, not just because he's freaking funny, but that helped me be a better version of me and i think that's really cool so the fact that he's hot on top of it and he's really funny there you go wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay let's see who we have next okay up next we have god i'm so scared to say this one nice Chris Sabin from TNA. What do I say? <laughs> um, kind of like with Nemeth, Sabin gave me 
something that I needed to experience that was positive from a male. Cause at that time I didn't have a lot of male influences around me that were positive. And so my connection with him, it's not just cause I thought he was super hot. It's not because I thought he was just, he was also funny, but he's another person that because I connected with him, it also added to that cocktail of me, like becoming who I am today. And I've had conversations with him privately about all that. So I don't have to like go into detail. Like he knows, but I just want to throw that energy out there for making lists over here. Yeah. Saban, he's on the higher end, positive vibes. And from what I understand, he's gotten married. He, I hope he's ha happy. They look so cute. I saw a picture of them, positive energy. Chris Saban, you're on the list. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so now I only have another one. God, do I go there? It's on the list. Okay, let's go there. Colt Cabana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> nice. Hold on, I got to take a hit. Okay, here's the thing. Before I prepare to do this, you guys have any thoughts or comments on my list so far? <laughs> Um, from the ones that popped up when I did Google them, you know, like like the ones that came through. Some of them, like, I can't fucking spell. <laughs> um, most of them popped up. So I'm like, I'm like, I like hearing your stories about them, too. Just like, I like, I can feel where your list is coming from. Like, I'm like, mm, I feel her. Oh, I can. Yeah, I can feel why she put them like higher up, like having those experiences with them. So I'm like. But then some of them I'm like on for looks. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I said like, I have an eclectic oh, list. Okay, I see it. I, see it. <laughs> I have an eclectic list. Similar facial features there. <laughs> Isn't that the funny thing? Like if you put them all side by side, even though they look nothing alike, there's something about them that's similar. Yeah. When that goes, I said like, and then hearing your stories with them, like I can see like the list, like you know, formed very well here from like an experience of person with who like what they look like now. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like the difference between my list and yours, Stoner Jesus, is like you didn't work with these people. So it's like I'm just attached yeah. to them in like a completely different way. Yeah. So it's like I can't unsee them. Like I can't unsee it. <laughs> All right, Cole Cabana. Uh, I, okay. I, I don't know who on this list. I don't know who on this list has X accounts. I'm hoping that people on this list have X accounts. I'm hoping most of them do. Um, I will definitely be looking them up later to see who has an account, either that or Instagram. Oh, I feel like Instagram, I, I don't know. I feel like nobody sees anything I say on Instagram, so I'm not going to see that. But in any case, I will do my best. Instagram. Um, so far, do you. Do you, um, I wouldn't say do you fear Shelly, but uh, do you, are you worried about any of the social media responses from any of the people so far on uh, on the list? <laughs> um, the, no, the Colt Cabana starts that part of the portion of the list where I'm getting nervous now. Like nice. Cabana up, it's just like anxiety. anxiety. Are we in top ten? We're in top, Cabana's in one, two, three, four, five. He's number seven. 
Okay, all right. This is the juicies, guys. This is the juicies. <laughs> and I'm having Turn a panic attack up. over here. Turn your volume up. <laughs> I'm having a panic attack. But you know what? It's part of the thing. It's for broadcasting. It's for the yeah. show. Right. And um, just so you know, Brie, in the world of wrestling, there's this thing called shoot videos. And what they are is usually an interviewer. Usually it's a fan. Um and no offense, want to be interviewers, like, and they just want to be fans of like, oh, I want to be an interviewer in wrestling, so I can't do that. So there's YouTube. And so that's where it kind of stems from, even though they've been going on even from before that. And usually they'll pay said wrestler to kind of like spill the tea. And so recently I was misquoted by someone who interviewed me and it really bothered me. And so that's why I was like, you know what? I'm going to go there with the list because if anyone's going to be doing the shoot interviews, it's going to be here on our show. Like that's just what's up. So that's why I'm super nervous, but I'm down to do it because it's not foreign to my business of doing them, but it's funny how people are going to take it extra personal. Like let's say this wasn't the smoke out. Let's say some dude that always has everyone that they've even been on their show, they will accept that video, but because we're doing it here on the smoke out, they're going to be like, Oh, tell Jolly over there talking shit. And it's like, Oh God. So my stomach hurts right now, but here we go. I'll take a hit with him for you <laughs> as well. Oh, wow. Now Cole Cabana is very deep. That's why he's high on the list. Um, I always thought he was really cute. I do have several types that I like, and one of them's kind of like a bigger guy. And so he fits that bill. He kind of always looked to me like a 50s like wrestler, you know, from back in the day. And so I always had an attraction to him. And then when he had his art of wrestling podcast and I started tuning in, I felt like I was getting to know him in a different way and understanding why I liked him. And so I got this like huge, huge pathetic obsession with him to where I had been taking time off of wrestling. So I hadn't been wrestling for a couple years. And so I took my friend with me, shout out Brian zombie and he's my friend he's like my i don't mean this in a derogatory way he's my little gay friend that loves wrestling okay so he was just all about yes shelly wants to go see wrestling because we liked the same like wrestling type guys and so we went to the show and the reason why i even wanted to go was to see colt cabana because i wanted to get to know him more so here i am with my friend He's so excited because he loves wrestling. I'm a little jaded because I'm upset with wrestling. I've been out of it for a while. And that's when people like Scorpio Sky. Another one, Nick Madrid. Oh, Nick Madrid could have been on the list. If he was on like a TV, he would have for sure. Uh, Big Duke. These guys were performing and they made me feel like a freaking fan again. And I thought I could never feel like that, especially after wrestling hurt my feelings. I thought I could never be a fan again. And that wrestling show, because I was being a creep and trying to see Cabana, I wasn't expecting all of that. And that's what made me want to get back into it. And me was the beginning of me doing round two of being in the independence. And of course 
I wanted to know Cabana more because I realized at that time, you only know someone so much if you're just sharing a locker room, like here and there. So I was like, okay. So like a creep, I would go on his website and see where he was booked. And I would get myself booked on those shows. And sometimes the people would be like, oh, we can't afford you. And I was like, oh, I'll cut you a deal because I'm really just trying to like get different experience and blah, blah, blah. And so I would like make hardly any money just because I was being a creep, a cult, a cult cabana groupie, if you will. Just but, to get close. Yeah. And so, and you know what? It worked because A, I was very vocal because a because I got back in the game, a lot of dudes were trying to hook up with me from WWE to the indies. They were all trying. And at that time I had realized like, I was tired of dating douchebags and I was realizing my pattern. So I was being real selective. And so I didn't care that I wasn't with anyone for years. I was like, I don't care. And so when Cabana came around and I was creeping on him, people were like, oh, Shelly likes Cabana. I was like, yeah, and you're not him. So we're not hooking up. Like, I would be that psycho about it. I was so, but even though it was pathetic, it protected me because people, I was being straightforward. I was like, whatever. And even though like, Cabana didn't end up being the person I thought he was because I put him on that damn pedestal without really knowing him. And that's not his fault. Like, I'm not trying to talk shit about him. It's just, I did that. I put him on this pedestal because he inspired me. And then when I was being his little groupie going to all these shows, I was having matches that were awesome and in moments with other people. So it's like, yeah, I was being a creep. But I gained so much out of it. And then I realized that he wasn't the guy for me after all. And that's why he's high on the list because it's real deep. It's not just some kind of cutesy y'all, whatever. It's like, that was quite a journey because there was times I've never talked about this and this is going to make me feel so pathetic right now. I would cry over Colt Cabana. Why does he detect me? Like cry, like, like legit hurt. Like a loser. <laughs> like a loser. And then in the world of wrestling, everyone was like, we don't get why Shelly is so obsessed with Cabana. Like, this is weird. So on top of it, people were gossiping. Your heart was set at that moment. <laughs> yeah. And so, like, people were, like, gossiping about it. And then, like, it was this whole thing. It was so crazy. But... It was meant to be. So that's why Colt Cabana is on top of that list. And I just want to throw it out there. Something I told Cabana when I would hang out with him was um, I told him, like, I had so many friend breakups at that point with other wrestlers that I was like, but you and CM Punk, you guys are true homies. So as long as you guys are friends, like, I have faith. But if you guys ever not like have a falling out, I lose all hope. So when they had a falling out, I was like, oh, and then I hadn't talked to Cabana in years. I didn't care. I texted him. I said, is this true? Like, whatever. And he was like, it's complicated. And that to me told me, yeah, that's true. And I was like, so on top of Cabana, the experience, there was the heartbreak of him and punk having a falling out 
I'm on punk side. Anyways, moving <laughs> on. So up next, we have everyone knows by now that have been listening. Everyone knows who's probably watching this with the teaser. Hi, Heyman. We all know how obsessed I am with you. I don't know why. I just am. It is what it is. And <laughs> the only reason why I talk about it is, and it took me so many years to talk about it, is because there's no chance in hell that we would ever hook up because I've been with the same person for eight years now. And that's not going to change. And that's why I use my stories like this and i'm telling them now because some people are like why am i just like see even my friends i wouldn't talk about the Heyman thing it was such a private thing i i would even tell francine i'm like oh it's not a sexual thing and it was me really trying to talk myself out of the fact that i was very attracted to him i wanted to have sex with him and that's just it. I don't know. It's just a weird thing. And I feel he feels the same way. So <laughs> it's this weird, sick. It's this like, weird. Now. <laughs> it's this weird, sick fetish that we have for each other. And it just is what it is. I don't know. I don't understand it myself. That's all I can say is it is what it is. And Paul, hopefully you <laughs> see this. I am going to put it on X as a clip. And I'm going to ta tag them. In it. So if you want to respond, man, just let me know. You want to come on the show? Just hit me up in the DMs. You'll be on the next Please episode. <laughs> okay, moving on. So up <laughs> next, we have, I've talked about this on Gutting the Sacred Cow. I think maybe I've talked about it on our show. I'm not sure, but it is The Big Show. I have had a crush on the big show when I used to watch the Attitude Era. It goes back to I like bigger guys. It's not like I have different types and that's just one of them. And it's really funny because when I was like 18, 19 years old running around Hollywood, um, I had this really cute Camaro and had T-tops. And because I was set on being this wrestler, I surrounded myself, everything wrestling. I would listen to the CD in my car of the entrance music. And so I had the one that had the big show and my friend and I were hanging out and I said, oh my God, that's the fucking big show right there. And they were filming a Chef Boyardee commercial and there was the big show on Hollywood Boulevard. And I said, drive my car. And so he drove my car around. I got out of the um, T-top and I said, big show. And he looked and I played it and it went, well, it's the big. And I was like, big show. So then fast forward to, I'm in WWE. He's my coworker and peer. I brought that up to him. He's like, I absolutely remember that. And it was like, that was me. <laughs> Now, here <laughs> I know, I know. So, so these I when I told people that I was going to be in WWF, and they thought I was crazy. I knew it even then. I just knew it. So, the thing about the Big Show is, oh, and then when he was in Waterboy, I was always like, oh my god, the Big Show's in Waterboy, Captain Insane, <laughs> and so like it was the whole thing. So. When I worked with him, we became friends. And to be honest with you, I would have 1000% been more than friends with him and wanted to be his serious girlfriend. But he was married. I don't know if he still is, but he was married. And 
I wasn't trying to play like that. So he was married. I was very, 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 very attracted to him. But there was nothing I can do about it. He's married. What am I going to do? There's nothing I can do. And I didn't want to like flirt with him or anything like that because he's married. Yeah. Where's it going to go? Like, I liked him like that. <laughs> you know, there's people you can maybe innocently flirt with and because you know it's not going to happen like whatever but like I really wanted that to happen so I wasn't going to be playing around flirting because I meant it it wasn't me just being like oh haha whatever it's like I meant it so I'm not going to do You're that like, yeah, so, yes. can't go near that <laughs> yeah so if the big show was single while I was in WWE I would have 1000% been down to get down on that bus <laughs> and be all about it. Beth Phoenix used to goof on me about it. She'd be like, Oh, you're little show babies. And like, we would she'd mess around because she teased me about it because she knew I genuinely liked the big show a lot. Yeah. So that's why he's very up on the list. Okay, getting a little higher. Let's get higher, baby. Do it. Uh. <laughs> All right. Up next, we have we had on the roast, the one, the only Santino Morello. Now we did talk about an incident about me in a bathtub when I was roommates with him. You got to go check out the show. It's my roast, my birthday roast. So go check it out. So. When I first met Santino Morella, it was at the wrestling school in Kentucky at OVW. And he was just one of, he fit my classic, I don't care if you're a wrestler or not, one of my type of guys that I liked. And so I was immediately like, wow, he's really cute. And then we had like a bunch of moments where like life just kind of aligned us when I was feeling defeated. And then there he was. Like there was one time in particular, it was outside of the, um, gym and then he came out and there he was i think i even talked about it on the roast and then oh. we had had that conversation you okay there yeah i sneezed but i held it <laughs> <laughs> i thought you were gonna fall <laughs> I, I sneezed but god bless I, interrupt, so I was just like no no <laughs> i thought oh, you're gonna fall because i'm clumsy so i just assume everyone else is oh yeah no i have it like so like my tiptoes can touch the, the ground when i'm in my chair <laughs> So, um, you know, so it's like he was not just this guy that I was attracted to, but he became somebody that, like, I can also go there with. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of like the theme of the top guy as we have built here. So there you go. Now, this one makes me nervous because I've never talked about this publicly. Oh, here we fucking go. <laughs> All right. So now we're in the top three. Oh, shit. So... Number three is somebody I've worked with before, and that is Aaron the Idol Stevens, a.k.a. Damian Sandow. Now, when I first met Aaron, we were at OVW. I was very new there. I remember my friend Melissa Coates was hanging out after training. Rest in peace, Coates. And... That's why I was hanging out because I was chatting with her. Oh God, I just like oh, got nervous. And so Aaron was there and he fit the bill of the type of guy I like. And I was attracted to him. 
So it's interesting that we ended up getting in a gimmick together that was very sexual, especially on my part. And a lot of people thought we used to hook up. There was a lot of rumors that we hooked up. But I'm here to tell you, I've never hooked up with Aaron ever. Right here. I've never hooked up with him. But that doesn't mean I didn't try. <laughs> <laughs> So oh we worked this gimmick together. Now I had this real awful boyfriend when I was in OVW for a little bit, like I was first there. And so that when my attraction, or I guess you would say the time I probably would have hooked up with Aaron, if I was single, I would have for sure. So me being with that awful boyfriend, Danielle and I referred to him as the Mimbo because that's what he was. God bless him. But he was a Mimbo. Um, when I was with the Mimbo, that's when I wanted a piece of Aaron a lot. And I think it's because of our gimmick. We were very, Paul Heyman would put us in these sexual, he'd be like, and I really want Shelly to be up on him. And I'm like, okay. And I was like, up on him because I meant it. There's, um, <laughs> a video on youtube where aaron spanks me and beth phoenix as he's dressed up as santa claus and it's like a promo like it's for the holidays no Heyman was all about this that's a Heyman segment and then um when that shoot happened that's when i was like i want to bang him like <laughs> I really want to bang on. She knew she fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> it never happened. We were even roommates. It didn't happen. Um, on top of it, over time, we became like best friends. Like people used to think oh, that we cool. did hook up and that we were a thing because somebody used to say, Well, you're Aaron and Shelly. Like we were like really, really yeah, tight. And how the, the internet perceives every everyone and how like, people really are together are different, you know? Yeah, for sure. And it was one of those things where, how can I put this? It never happened. It could have happened, but it didn't happen. I'm glad it didn't happen. But, um, yeah, I guess that's all I have to say. I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's like, here's what it is. Going back to, I've said this before, I watch mm -hmm. too much TV my whole life. So my expectations in life are like, oh, it's supposed to be like Saved by the Bell or on Friends. So later in life, I was like, oh, he's my Chandler. Aaron's my Chandler. Yeah, he's my Chandler. That didn't bode well for me at all but i'm going on record and saying aaron and i never hooked up it could have happened but it didn't happen and i'm glad it didn't happen because something that i've learned is i think sometimes you can um there's some people that are put in your life and they're supposed to be like in my case like for females i can only speak for females it's like they're meant to be in your place, like in your life, like guys or people that are you're attracted to, or they're attracted to you. You're they are attracted to you and vice versa. 
Like you can have that and still be friends. I feel if you genuinely care about each other and it's okay that, that that's there because it still serves like a purpose and that purpose of not hooking up with these people that like, I was really into and it just didn't work out to where I didn't like in Aaron's case, I never even hooked up with him ever. I was meant to feel all those things. I was meant to not just be friends with him. I was, it's like protected me in a way. So I just wanted to throw that out there in case anybody watches this that I'm talking about. You just know it's, your guys have been part of my journey. It's all good. But yeah, I would have banged you, Aaron, hard. Anyway, so up next we have Domino, Cliff Compton. And this is another one that's deep. He's This is the reason why he's number two. He is who I credit as being my first real love. I had a relationship with him. But aside from that, I was always very attracted to him. He made me laugh. He fit the bill. One of my favorite looks. He kept it very real with me, even when I didn't want to hear it. And that's why he's at a solid number two, because he is very important to my life. And what I learned specifically with my connection with Cliff if I didn't learn that stuff, I wouldn't have known what to look for with the person I'm with now. And that's who fits me now and is my person, my complete person. And these people who have done so much for me with their energy and their love towards me and my love towards them, that all helped mold what I needed and wanted and realized I deserved because I'm like effed up. So I needed to like have all these connections to get there and cliff is at the top of that list of getting me to that point he was the last piece of the puzzle of that chapter of my life so i can move on to the one i have now so if cliff ever sees this that's what's up and you know that already so there you go and number one sitting at number one <laughs> Somebody that everyone's talking about right now. Oh, the one, the only, the greatest in the world, CM Punk. Now, CM Punk ranks number one because from the first time I ever met Punk, which was way back in the day, um, I was on this show called Monster Garage with Jesse James. I don't know if you guys remember that show. It was like on MTV. And they did a thing where they had like a wrestling ring. They had a, a U-Haul truck converted into a wrestling ring. So at that shoot is when I first met Punk. Early 2000s, Shelly, he had the tattoos. He had the attitude. He had the outfit. And he was like this amazing wrestler. I was like, oh, God. And he's so raw. He just tells people like it is. And so I was bit with the CM Punk bug then. Then you move forward to OVW. When I was dating the Mimbo, that's when Punk came. And I was like, damn it. Why didn't I hold out? I want Punk. I want Punk. <laughs> damn it. So anytime the Mimbo and I were on the outs, I was just like, please, like, maybe I should just be with Punk. Like, how can I make the switch? Like, Jerry, you know, the switch. <laughs> I don't have to switch, but the damage was already done, I believe. So there was that. And then I feel I had this moment 
where we've talked about on our show, I don't know which episode, I think it was kind of early on where I felt like Stevie Richards cock blocked me. Do you remember that stoner Jesus? Where mm. I was like, I think Stevie Richards yeah. cock blocked me because I was trying to hook up with punk. <laughs> Stevie Richards cock blocked <laughs> me. So then there was that. And then there was a time where like, I was trying with punk, but here's the thing. At the end of the day, from what I understand to this day, punk is really good friends with Cliff. So if anything would have happened between me and punk, I don't think I would have ended up with Cliff when I did. And that, what I had with Cliff was supposed to happen. And what I would have had with punk would have just been pure lust on my end. So... I'm glad he was the forbidden fruit. And that's why he's number one. He's the forbidden fruit. And that's why, like, when my opinion and even changed, it sucked. I wasn't trying to say it to be a hater. It was like, I was on this dude's jock for a long ass time and wanted to hook up with him. Like, and then when my opinion and changed, it's for a damn good reason. And at the same time, what that man is doing to the world of wrestling right now is an example of why he's on my top on the number one list because even though he had the look, even though he has the talent, the thing that was so hot to me on top of that, the most thing was that punk didn't give a F he played by his rules from day one. He wasn't like the fake and phonies that I ended up like seeing evolve into that in wrestling at the beginning, he was like, F you, I don't like you, oh well. And that was his attitude from the moment I met him to this day, what he did to the world of wrestling where he's like trending and he's like, whatever. And that's a big example of why I was so attracted to him because he didn't care. And he did things that were against the grain and didn't kiss ass. So my feelings towards him are totally on a personal level about things I it's not my story to tell, so it's no one's business. I have my reasons. But that doesn't mean I'm going to take them from off the top of that list because that's politics. And on the list, <laughs> it's not about politics. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> so there's my list. Oh. Damn good list. That's fantastic. So um, I have a few things, a couple questions. Um, I didn't rank mine. By the way, all these polls will be on Stern Jesus 420 on X because uh, I'm verified. And I think you have to be verified to have polls. So, and I still haven't decided on like the frequency. I'll probably do like one from mine and one from yours a week. And, you know, just check in when we do the shows on the progress and all that stuff. But I was just going to randomly pair mine uh, against each other and, you know, the polls and then do like the bracket style and like, you know, eliminate them that way. Uh, but your list is in order. So what would normally happen in that part and in that case is like your number 16 pick would face your number one pick, 15 would face two, 14 would face three, etc. Um, but when I post these polls, uh, I'm going to tag them if possible. Um, I, I want to know from you if you want me. First of all, I was going to tag you as well. Um, and I wanted to know if you wanted me to indicate in the question that you pick them at this number uh, on your list. 
know what I mean? Like CM Punk, when I tag CM Punk, the poll, like the him when he's in his matchup, it's gonna say, you know, he was number one. And around whatever way that he was the, your number one pick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you can put the order. Okay, cool. So try to generate as much much of a shitstorm as possible. Did you see that. what Shelly Martinez said? Did you see? Did you see? Dude, did you see what Shelly? Especially the tops. I already know who's going to. Oh, God. Here we go. Now, obviously, God this is. Me. I have to fight the urge. I have to fight the urge to like clip out eight different things and put them all out. Because this is the bonus content that people are supposed to be paying for. So I got to pick one. Obviously, my first pick was going to be Paul Heyman. But then I don't know if Big Show was on X. That's a pretty damn good story. Obviously, CM Punk, just because of where he's at right now, and he's broken every social media record that WWE has just by coming back. I don't know. I'm still leaning towards Heyman as far as the clip. I think, I don't know. I think that's just the one we went out there, but I don't know. Do you have any thoughts, Shelly, about uh, what, what, when, what we should go with on X? I don't care. You put whatever. <laughs> Anything I said today, I know there's a possibility that these people are going to see it. So that's why I said whatever I said about each person the way I said it. I'm going to do my so, best. Make sure they see it a lot. In short, I'm using this show to let these people know this is what's up. <laughs> so you put whatever you right. want out there. I don't care. And the thing is, too, we can also, like when a little time has gone by, you can put more out. So it's like the bonus content's been out for a bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I am using this here's show. A good, here's a good bonus clip for you or um, audio you can put or whatever the teaser out there real quick. So when I saw Daphne rest in peace, um, one time when she, her and Francine were here in California doing a show, they were working for a promoter who I said, I will never work for him. And it's, I'm very open about it. So I said, but I'll gladly pick the girls up from the airport and take them. So when we got to the show, <laughs> we were just hanging out. I was helping them with their things. And then I just, I had, there was a question that was burning in my head that I wanted to ask Shannon. And I felt like such a creep and a pervert and that creepy gal that I had to know. And I said, look, I have to know because she used to date CM Punk back in the day. I said, is it big? <laughs> <laughs> and it was like yeah. the last thing. Like I've never talked to her about punk ever. So to her, she just like looked at me and she started laughing so hard. She's like, what? I was like, I just have to know. Like, it's <laughs> <laughs> my chance. Come on. Yeah, what is my chance? It was yeah. my chance. And I won't um out of respect see what the um answer was, but you know, oh classy lady. There you have it. But yeah, I did ask the penis question and I had to. And it's like, because you know what? Dudes do it all the time. It's on my mind. So like, and she's there and I know that she's willing to answer it. So I went for it and I got an answer. You pay for Shelly's endless amazingness, endless stories. 
This really was this is another home run, Shelly, I gotta say. This has been another <laughs> another great episode. Well, you know, oh, the theme, as you mentioned, um, is just spit on it and go. I like it. Get into it later. Just spit it on the go. That's gonna be my my motto from the rest of my life. <laughs> People be wondering why I'm spitting on. But how's that have to explain to them? Look, someone once told me just spit on it and go. That's why I just spit on you while you're walking down the street. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh my gosh. You can't basket let me cool. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't you guys want me to do that? Wow. Uh Bree, wanna thank you for hanging with us for those two hours and being awesome as well. Um, Thank you for having and I hope people, you know, hope some people saw it on X and whatnot and uh, enjoy the uh, the shitstorm that I'm going to try to create on X uh, as far as these polls. <laughs> See what we can do. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking we'll do, forward um, to it all. <laughs> it'll be awesome. Yes. Shelly, thank you as well for... Uh, your content. <laughs> Here we go. Here we F and go. And again, thank you, Bree. And I'll be talking to you guys real soon, I'm sure. <laughs> thank you all. Um, take one more hit and uh, have a good night. Absolutely. Hello. Oh, sorry. It froze. It froze. It did. Yeah, you froze for a second. Oh. Oh, Shelly's gone. <laughs> Thank you, Bree. Have, Have a good night. Have a good night. Bye. Bye.